Cat and Moose podcast. I'm Cat and I'm Moose. This is a true life podcast where we explore the quirks of being human. Hey Cat. Hey Moose. This week we are talking about our very principled types, the 3 and the 1, the achiever and the perfectionist. And what do you see me doing with my body right now? Well, you are opening up your chest and you are doing some sort of power play with one arm and then moving it. And it's hard to say, but it's like a bow. You're, you you are an archer. I am. You got it right. Yes. So this is one of the brocades of Qigong. Ooh. And one of the brocades of Qigong is called... I think the the bow and arrow or the horseman or something like that, because you're supposed to stand with your feet kind of wide apart and squat down. And you basically like start with your hands crossing your chest and one hand goes out into the horizon and one hand pulls way back like you're pulling a bow and arrow. And then you raise your hands to the sky and then you do it. Oh, the other way. And the reason that I'm bringing this up right now is because when I think about our threes and our ones, they are always doing. Yes. They are always achieving. Right. And I love our threes and our ones. <laughs> I do too. And I think that they're wonderful and amazing. And I also want to remind them that we love you for who you are, not what you do. And not how good you are. Right. You are good as is. Yes. So here we go. This is Enneagram threes and ones. Here we are again talking to Enneagram. We are talking about the Enneagram. So and the Smokies. In the Smokies. And as a quick recap, the Enneagram is a personality type indicator. There are nine personality types and the Enneagram, one of the beautiful things about the Enneagram is that the types are fluid. Yes. Um, we've all got a little bit of each type in us. That's right. Um, and today we're going to talk about another one of our favorites, which every type is our favorite. <laughs> we're going to talk about our friends that are threes. Threes and ones today. Yep. That's what you're getting from us. All right. So the three is the achiever. Yes, indeed. Who do you immediately think about in your life that's I, a three? I immediately think of one of my clients. His name is John Tibbs. Oh, yeah. He is the quintessential three and knows it and owns it. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, he's so great. Threes are get shit done people. Yep. You can count on them to do their job. And probably a little bit of mine. Yeah, right. I mean, that's kind of how it goes, right. you know, but one of the things that, that I've noticed, not specifically with John, um, but with threes in general, is there's an occasional and I think it's very, very righteous. Um, there's an occasional like, OK, I am doing all the work. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So here we go. The achiever, the three, the unconscious childhood message of the three is it's not OK to have your own feelings or identity. And the lost childhood message is you are loved for yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel that for my friends who are threes or have three wings. Um, I really feel that because I, I, I feel like I know that that is a, a characteristic of a three. Um, and just try to be really sensitive to it to remind them, like, I don't love you because of your achievements. I don't choose to work with you because of your achievements. Like, I choose to work with you because you're you. Right. 
I right. think that's important for a three to hear. Well, and it's important. They get uh, called the chameleon and all kinds of caricatures like that. But it's important that they also remember, like, you don't have to fit a different version of yourself every time you're with a different person. Yeah. You can just be you, be mm-hmm. relaxed, and that's it. Yeah. And this is where I get a little bit confused when when I know that I, I identify as a two wing one, but I go, golly, that sounds a lot like me. I think you're two wing three personally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's dig in. Let's dig well, in. Well, I guess after this episode, we will be able to maybe even better determine if I am indeed a two wing one or a two wing three. Absolutely. This is the perfect episode for me. That's right. So the basic fear of a three is of being rejected. Mm. And then the basic desire is to be accepted. And their key motivations is they want to be affirmed to distinguish themselves from others. So they've got that four in there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and to have attention, be admired, and to impress others. Yep. So um, so the virtue for the three that they are achieving or, or striving to achieve I'm just giving that language for the three um, <laughs> is the proper love of their self, their mm. true self. Mm. And the hidden complaint of a three is I am a superior person and people are jealous of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Somebody told me one time that there was a difference between being cocky and being confident. Maybe nor is it being arrogant. No, yeah, there there's a difference between being cocky and being arrogant. Yeah. And being cocky means like you're acting like a know-it-all but you're not. Yeah. Being arrogant is you're acting like a know-it-all because you know it all. And that's kind of what I think about our threes. It's like I just kind of go like, okay, like you do think you're superior. And actually, I, I kind of think you are. <laughs> well, I, I think in their health, they aren't necessarily always feeling that. But I do think it is something on the flat or shadow side. Their defense mechanism is projection. And uh, the best way to get along with the three is to leave them alone while they're working. Mm. Like, that's a really big deal. Like, if you're managing anyone who is a three, um, let them close their door and get at it. Like, that, that is them at their best. Mm-hmm. Um, but give them honest uh, feedback, but just be careful not to be unduly critical or judgmental. Yep. It's going to be hard on them. Uh, help them with keep their environment harmonious and peaceful. Mm. Um, I, uh, I don't think threes prefer conflict. Yeah. At all. Um, don't burden them with negative emotions. They like to keep going. So mm-hmm. don't bring them down. Uh, tell them you like being around them and uh, definitely let them know you respect their accomplishments. Mm. Man, a lot of that. I can really resonate with a lot of that. I'm yeah. just saying. All right. Keep listening. All right. So here's what threes said they uh, like about themselves. They like being optimistic, friendly and upbeat uh, they like providing well for their family, uh, being able to recover quickly from setbacks and charge ahead to the next challenge. I've seen Chris as a great example. Like he, he'll be like, yep, you're right. That's what happened. All right. Let's talk about what's next. Yeah, you know, yeah. I appreciate that. I do too. <laughs> um, they like staying informed knowing what's going on. I know a lot of threes that are news junkies for that reason. Mm. 
uh, being c- competent and able to d- get things done efficiently. Hmm. And then being able to motivate people. Oh, yeah. Threes have the potential to be really good leaders. I mean, really I will leaders. follow them anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I think you might be one. <laughs> All right. Great. I'm going to follow myself, you guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, here's what they say is hard about being a three. Having to put up with inefficiency and incompetence. Yep. That really frustrates them. The fear of um, not being seen as successful. Mm. Uh, comparing themselves to people who do things better. That almost feels like a four-ism. I don't know, though, because um, think about it. They are very competitive when it comes to success. So they're, you know, lots of threes are big racers and like five Kers and 10 Kers and all that. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I I see a lot of jealousy and competition Hmm. struggling to hang on to their success, Hmm. putting on facades in order to impress people and always being on because it's exhausting. (laughs) okay cat and moose are exploring the beautiful thing that is the enneagram and we on this episode are talking about our lovely enneagram threes and also the lovely enneagram ones the ones the perfectionists and we love you too i love when the perfectionists land on their number because Mm. they feel like the eights feel of like Oh, really? Is that how I am? Really? Yeah, because I think there's a, I mean, ones carry a lot of shame. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard, you know, to look at some of the negatives and be like, I, oh, maybe I am that way. Mm. Yeah. So the unconscious childhood message that ones uh, received was it's not okay to make mistakes. Mm. So they had the parents that expected the straight A's. In their minds. Yeah, exactly. And it could have been their perception or how Mm -hmm. it really was. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And then the lost childhood message that they needed to hear was you are good. Mm. Man. Who doesn't need to hear that? Right? See, I'm a two wing one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have both wings. That's what's what's good. Oh, good, good, good. You can equally fly on the one and the three. (laughs) All right. So their basic fear is of being corrupt or evil. Mm-hmm defective or even condemned okay this this is so spot on this reminds me of my colleague natalie who is a one and is so incredibly awesome but i tell you what like if you were to even suggest that she was not above reproach not cool man same with my friend ruthann yeah like when i finally understood she was a one i was like Oh, and she's the one with a nine wing and mm. my head just exploded. And I was like, <laughs> That's now what Natalie is too. it all makes sense. Yeah. I mean, same like Ruthann to, to, to even like park briefly in like a 10 minute parking and be 11 minutes. Like she wouldn't, she would set her alarm for nine fifty. Like she would be <laughs> out there, you know, yeah. I always mess with her in all these areas. Like, the cops came last night and for her to even like be a friend of mine, it just makes her nervous. She's like, what did you do? Have you updated your license? You know, all of that. All right. So the basic desire is to be good, have integrity and be right. Mm-hmm. Key motivations of a one. They want to be right to strive higher and improve everything to be consistent, to justify themselves, to be beyond criticism 
so not to be condemned by anyone. Mm -hmm. Their vice is self-righteous anger Mm -hmm. and their virtue is wisdom. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And their hidden complaint is I am right most of the time and it would. It would be a better world if people would listen to what I would tell them. <laughs> Isn't that great? That is fantastic. <laughs> so the ones and the threes really have a lot in common. Yeah, they can. Yeah, <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah, they can. You really have to look at the motivation versus the behavior. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the best way to get along with a one is take your share of the responsibility so I don't end up with all the work. Mm, gosh. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if our friend Natalie is listening, <laughs> she's thinking this could be a good intro to a therapy session for me and her as people who work together. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and like the threes, they would like you to acknowledge their achievements. Mm-hmm. So when they do have a win, make sure you point it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this about ones like it's the most heartbreaking thing is like, um, my Enneagram teacher, Ann Geary, out of Charlotte, she, when she would be typing someone, one of the questions she would ask is, do you have a nonstop tape in your head criticizing you? Mm. <laughs> I know, you just, yes. had, <laughs> you just had like this huge epiphany. I really did. <laughs> and it's funny because often every other type will be like, no, but if it's a if you're a one or have any tinge of one, your hand goes up because yeah. you you are you are so thankful that somebody finally acknowledged something that you didn't know wasn't normal. You thought every everyone I know have said, "Wait, you don't hear that all the time? Like you're an idiot, you're mm-hmm. stupid, you're fat, you're." And I'm like, "Nah, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe when I put on some tight jeans, I'm like, you fat." <laughs> But that's about it. <laughs> oh, my God. <coughs> and oh we're back. My. And we're back. Finally. All right. So, um, so I'm hard enough on myself. Reassure me that I'm fine the way I am. Tell me that you value my advice. Mm-hmm. Be fair and considerate as Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) God, I love ones. Apologize if you have been unthoughtful. It will help me to forgive. (laughs) That's a real basic. Don't you like the bluntness? I love the bluntness of it. I think sometimes ones don't even realize how they can be. And I know as an eight that I'm already that way. But ones can be very direct and Mm -hmm. shocked when people are like, wow. Yeah, I, I, I think that that is a tendency of a one that I have some of. Yeah. Because I get told a lot, even though I'm diplomatic, people tell me a lot, man, you're a straight shooter. Yeah. You know, and I feel like the ones that, I mean, every single person I'm thinking of, like my therapist is a one, you know, and so I'm like, okay, they, they don't not shoot straight yeah like a one is going to tell you yeah and it doesn't mean and it typically doesn't mean in my experience that that they're being a jerk or harsh or anything they're just real direct right uh and then gently encourage me to lighten up and to laugh at myself when i get uptight but hear my worries first Mm. Mm -hmm. so going deeper uh what i like about being a one being self-disciplined and able to accomplish a great deal Mm mm-hmm Working hard to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I would say like eights, ones carry a bunch of responsibility. Uh, having high standards and ethics, not compromising myself. Yep. Being reasonable and responsible, dedicated in everything I do. Being able to put facts together, coming to good understandings, and figuring out why solutions. I mean, you are describing everyone in my life. It's so cool. Not everyone, but everyone. Everyone. Uh, being the best I can be and bringing out the best in other people. Yep. And then what's hard about being a one, being disappointed with myself or others when my expectations are not met. Being burdened by too much responsibility. Thinking that what I do is never good enough. I feel like your head's about to pop off your shoulders <laughs> because of all the nodding. Is it you or your friends you're thinking I'm of? I'm thinking of my friends. Okay, cool. Like I'm I'm thinking there there are three particular people that I just kind of keep bouncing around between in my head. And some of this stuff is just so dead on. And, I know. It, and it it really is nice for me to have a refresher Absolutely. Of, of what um the different qualities of each type because you know, if if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Totally. So I this is this is really giving me some good um kind of sharpening as it relates to me dealing with with my ones. Well, and it's funny too, because as you learn these types. You know, Sarah was talking about how, you know, this is going to be good going into the holidays and and, you know, sitting around a table with people in your family who you already have issues with. (laughs) (laughs) But understanding maybe their motivations a little bit more. We all can recognize the one in the room. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones that it's either a one or an eight, maybe three. So that the minute like things start to get started, you know what I mean? It's like. You can tell they're going to, yeah. Here, here's your chair. Here's yep. your, you know, yep, totally. <laughs> please pass this. Can you, yeah. Um, a few more things that's hard about being a one, not being appreciated for what I do for people. Mm-hmm. Being upset because others aren't trying as hard as I am. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obsessing about what I did or what I should do. Mm. And then being tense, anxious and taking things too seriously. So those were our ones. Yeah. And I, I really, I don't know. What is your assessment since it's all about me? <laughs> yeah. What is your assessment of after just going through um, the characteristics of the threes and the characteristics of the ones and knowing me as well as you do, do you think I have a dominant wing? Well, I mean, I can see both, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think you have two very balanced wings because mm-hmm. although your behavior of like, being like particular about things I don't see quite as much. I mean, at work, I see it more, but then I know that you have those tapes in your head and Mm -hmm. sometimes those tapes come out Mm -hmm. and I'm like, am I like want to like hold you in a fetal (laughs) position and be like, if that's coming out, what are you hearing all the other times? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't feel like you're a one, but I definitely see the one wing and the three wing Mm -hmm. of your two. Awesome. Yeah. And I see your nine and seven wing of your eight, Moose. You do? I do. When do you see my nine wing? Um, Kind of the idea of, you know, your question, like, do they like their bed? Like, you love a good snuggle. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like, I mean, you love a good snuggle. I do. And al- although you, in the in some instances, are kind of the antagonist, like, you're the, I'm going to, I'm going to poke people and prod people until something happens, you know, even though that's a big part of your eight, you're also a really fantastic peacemaker oh, and peacekeeper. Well, cause ultimately like I want to get shit done, 
But I also want to make sure people are with me. Yeah. I, I think I had to learn that along the way. Yeah. <laughs> that was not hardwired. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I see and and also your um you know, your love for memories and nostalgia and you know, like there's a whole table in your living room that's dedicated to your mom, yeah. you know. And and it's like that not everybody is like that, you know. So it's like I I see um those are some of the the nine qualities I see in you. I love that. Yeah. And the seven qualities, woo, you love an adventure. Let's go party. Uh, let's go have some fun. And the reason I'm not a seven is like I only want like two people with me. <laughs> right. Like I don't like uh, here's my problem in life is and this was why this was like my favorite birthday I've had. Because the two of you were in the Smokies with me. It would have been fun if my sister was here or whatever. But um, I feel like every year I try and be a different person. And I'm like, I want a big party. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's like, maybe I think I'm going to die or something. And I'm like, mm. this will be like a funeral. But people. And do you remember my 40th? We were oh, at your house. I and do. I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> I don't know if it was you or Lisa or Sarah, but somehow you guys, uh, first of all, it was my fault for inviting who I did. I look back. I love everyone that was there, by the way. <laughs> but I, I'm like, it, a was hole, su- a hole. <laughs> it was such a weird group of people because some people didn't know each other or right. knew each other sort of. But then everyone is going around the room telling me why they love me mm-hmm. go back and read the eight <laughs> i don't like that like it just it makes me so nervous and uh-huh. i'm thankful for it but all that to say like i need to stop being someone i'm not which yeah. is a seven <laughs> i have a slight wing there but that's yeah it. yeah and, and i would say like if you know is it a compliment to say you have balanced wings or does it matter? Does it mean anything? No, no honestly, like, uh, no, it's not good okay. or bad. Okay. So you saying like, wow, you're a two with a really balanced three in one wing doesn't make me like a unicorn. Not at all. Uh, I mean, I am a unicorn, but not because of that. Absolutely right. Um, and so my question for you is, is if I say to you, okay, my perception is that you are an eight, with a seven wing that's at about 70% and a nine wing that's at about 30%. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay, so I would say that your two wing is 61 and 40% three. Wait, no. Your two, you're definitely a two. Yeah. Your wing <laughs> on the one is a 60 and on, on the, the three is a 40. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I'll take it. Because I, I think it's the tape in your head that I'm so aware of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it you has know. so many voices. Yeah. There's Kathy and <laughs> Tex. There's all kinds of and characters And the Red Phoenix. God bless my therapist. And she keeps up with them. I know. Well, it's because you have an appointment every single day. <laughs> you can bring each character up. <laughs> each character gets a day of the week. <laughs> oh, God. We got to keep that money coming in yeah. for our companies. <laughs> our health insurance is going through the roof. Okay, so I've had I've worked with so many ones and I have one friends in my life. And I think early on it it kind of I would butt heads with ones because I would be like, why are you so particular? And Mm -hmm. and, you know, and those kind of things. But I have to tell you, like 
ones save the day for all of us. Like, I feel like they are so dependable. Yep. And um, when they're in their healthiest self, they they are willing to bend the rules when they need to. And they, they really are just very uh, dependable, loyal people. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about ones, they are so much freaking fun when they let their hair down. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Like, I am not even kidding. Like, when I... It is the most beautiful thing when you can see a one... And remember, ones go to seven. Yeah. So, like, uh, to see them let their hair down and have a good time, Mm -hmm. they are so much freaking fun. (laughs) I love a one (laughs) who's ready to have a good time. That is so awesome. Some of the things that I love about our Enneagram 3s are um, just that they're so diligent. Their work ethic is second to none. And you can guarantee that they have already left the building while the confetti is falling. Oh, absolutely. Because they're on to the next thing. Yep. You know, and um, threes, you need to hear that we love you for you, not just for what you do. But oftentimes what you do is really fantastic. So we love that, too. Love it. Okay, so that wraps up threes and ones. So next week, we're going to kind of wrap this whole series up. And we're going to talk about um, Enneagram Type 7. And we're also going to explore a little bit about the instincts. Yes. Um, Because instincts are something that help you maybe better understand the different uh, angles and shapes of your number that can exist based on what motivates you. That's exactly right. Looking forward to that next week, Moose. See you soon. Special thanks to our producer, Sarah Reed. To find out more, go to catandmoosepodcast.com. Cat and Moose is a BP production. 